That's VK and Legends of the Deep with Letting Go from their new album, Charm. Now, that album was released during a very successful appearance at this summer's Mariposa Folk Festival. You'll probably remember VK from an interview we recorded earlier this year to support their appearance at the 2019 Roots North Music Festival that also took place in Aurelia. Well, the band fronted by Marnie and Stevie Van Kessel are back with a wonderful bluesy Americana folk rock album and we're very pleased to welcome them back to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you guys join us today. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us, Jen. Yeah, thanks, Jen. Great to be with you again. It, it does. It kind of feels like, oh, it's my check-in with VK to see how they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're always up for a check-in and a chat with you, so anytime. Well, you know, the, the fun thing is that we talked before Roots North, uh, which was April. Uh, since then, you've released the new album uh, with Legends of the Deep. And then you played Mariposa, which must have been really exciting for you. I know that's another hometown festival for you. But being able to go there with a new album and a bigger band, how did that feel? Yeah, it was uh, it was very special to us. Being such an amazing and storied festival, first and foremost, but also being in our hometown, uh, it's been a big part of our lives over the years. So we were really honored to be invited to play. Yeah, when we talked to you in April, we were just still going through the process of getting the new album completed. And we really had no deadline for it, even at that time. We we had quite a bit of it tracked and, and ready to go, but there was still quite a bit to do. And with the uh, invitation to Mariposa and the, uh, the opportunity to release the album there, uh, it was just an opportunity we couldn't turn down to to do it in that manner. So we literally had to get about uh, three months worth of work done in about eight days to meet deadlines, to have everything ready to roll. So uh, it was, it was a, a pretty crazy few weeks to get it all done, but well worth it. Now looking back hindsight after all that we went through both getting the album completed and, uh, and being able to to play there and present it there. It was just it couldn't have went any better. We're just so happy with the outcome and results of everything. Now, the new album, Charm, is album number three, I think. Isn't that right? Third time's a charm, yeah. Yeah. A um, <laughs> little different from the last album because it's definitely bluesier. It's got a little bit more of a country rock feel to it. How did it feel to be working in a bigger way compared to Terms and Conditions, which was your very well-received second album? It's been a great experience, once again, doing it this way. Terms and Conditions was a very, um, just a whole different, quite a different sound, quite a different writing style, a lot of different influences on that album, and a whole different recording process. Uh, we put together the band that became Legends of the Deep during the, the time that we were looking at releasing Terms and Conditions, because we had to go out and play live, and it was, it was a, a a bunch of great studio musicians that that helped us record that album. So the band came together and we just hit it off so well and had so much fun playing that uh, that's how the new album started recording so quickly. We had I had a bunch of other material that I had already started. So that got us into the studio recording together right away. Yeah, the the, the process was quite a bit differently and we're just having so much fun playing, you know, with the full six-piece band. It's it is quite a quite a different uh, journey than what we have been focusing on over the last couple of years with Marnie and I doing the, the folk roots duo. 
so it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to have both options available for depending on what type of venues or what type of festivals or, or opportunities we get to play. Well, that's the reality, isn't it? That you have to be flexible and, you know, the fact that you can be a duo when people want a duo or in a situation, I guess, probably close to your home base when you can bring out the whole band, that must feel really good for you. Yeah, it's a great, a great feeling. And the guys are all really flexible as well. We've played a couple of different things on, you know, as a three piece even um, since the festival time and uh, for local private things. So there's lots of flexibility with the group and they're all just, as Steve said, so much fun to be with. We hit it off instantly. It was like instant family and friends with this group of guys. So it's been a great, great time. Well, we started off with Letting Go. Are all the songs on the new album yours, Steve? All but one. Uh, John John Labar, who's our lead guitarist in the band, he's an exceptionally good songwriter uh, and guitarist, as as you'll hear when you listen to the album. John has a song, Someday, Someway. John wrote that song quite a while ago, and Marty and I just loved it when he brought it to us. And we thought we definitely have to include this on the album because it just fits in so well with, with uh, kind of everything the album's about. Okay, and that's another song that we're going to play at the end of this interview. So we'll definitely stay tuned to hear that. We started off with Letting Go, which I love. You know, there's a great, I don't know, it kind of reminds me of someone like Candida or something when I listen to a song like that. Tell us a little bit about that song. Yeah, we just wanted a real fun. I mean, it's just uh, it's a story about love and, and just letting it all go and, and not succumbing to uh, what's holding you back. And, and uh, you know, that's the story of the lyrics. But, yeah, the music it really defines what uh, the band's sound is and what everybody brings instrumentally. You can hear pretty well everything that we, uh, we do have consistently in our sound. So... But yeah, it's just a real good energy, real good vibe. We, we thought it'd be a great first release song, or actually second release song. Um, it was released on the first day of summer. So uh, it's just got kind of that summer summer feel to it too as well. It's a great song to perform too. You can really see uh, when you're performing it, they, the crowd draws on the energy from all of the instrumentation and the, and the, the vocals and upbeat scenario it presents. So it's fun. Were you thinking when you wrote a song like Letting Go that it was going to be this big song for a band? Or were you thinking that maybe it's something that, you know, maybe just more of a Stephen Marnie song? What it became is is really what was in my head when I uh, when I did write it. I always had that type of percussive beat that was kind of driving the the um, the structure that I, I wrote it to. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool because I did write it a couple years ago. It had been sitting, waiting to, to come out with the right people that, that we could pull together and, and play with. So it, it, it's a song that I don't know would have worked just with an acoustic guitar and, and Marnie and I doing it because there is so many facets to, to bringing that energy in it. And I imagine as a songwriter, you're just constantly working on new ideas, collecting new songs. I mean, I imagine you probably have a, a bunch of songs that you haven't recorded yet, right? Yeah, it's yeah. There's a bit of a collection. It's, you can't fight the process when the when the muse arrives and uh, and it's flowing. Uh, it's time to to stock it up for when you're ready to to you know bring it to life. Uh, it's funny because we're actually even though we're the, we're in the midst of just finishing the album, being through what we've been through, we're still yet to uh, to get out and do a full scale launch of uh, of promoting the album with some more live performances through the fall we've already started working on a new batch of songs for the next album that will probably be uh, 
once things slow down late fall early winter we'll be uh, we'll be back in the studio to do so it's we're never out of that creative process it seems which which really keeps it fun and exciting yeah i think i recall at our last rehearsal saying hey guys are we actually in the midst of recording another album or what like we were our our, our sessions have been pretty structured leading up to mariposa and with the launch of the album and really focusing on that and you know some various covers and stuff to throw in there but uh, the last few times we've been together with the guys um the stack of songs that Steve has inevitably start to pop out and legends of the deep put their spin on. And it's really fun to, to listen to and watch the creative process. And also John, John Labar has some great, uh, he's got a bit of a stockpile of, uh, of material as well. So that's definitely going to find its way uh, to what we're doing in the future too. And I guess the fact that you have your own studio and record label one, one, two records. I mean, that probably all helps with the process, doesn't it? Yeah, that's we're, we're so happy we've we've made the investment and the, the time and everything to to bring all that to where it is because it really does help capture so much more than we would if we were having to book other studio time or do it working around schedules and 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 just, you know, battling the clock and the budgets and stuff that you have to do when you are in someone else's space. So uh, yeah, it's it's really even just through our rehearsals, just capturing the new material and recording it while we're while we're working on it. It's just so valuable to the whole process of of you know getting to that finished product. So let's talk about who played on the album. You mentioned John Nabar, a great guitarist, but I also love the keys that are on there when we listen to Letting Go. So uh, tell us who else is on this album. Yeah, Keys uh, is a, a good friend of ours named Sean Murray. Sean's actually on our label, 112 Records. Uh, he is he has his own band called Ray, uh, R-E-A-Y, pronounced uh, Ray, uh, which is just in the process. They've just released two singles and off his new album that's going to be released September 9th. Uh, the Butterfly Tongue Revisited is the name of his album. Great, great guy and outstanding musician. Uh, and yeah, his keyboards really shine through on the whole album, his keyboards and synth and, and piano. He's, he's actually a multi-instrumentalist and, and singer and songwriter, obviously, with his own band, but um, just an incredibly talented guy, and we're really fortunate to be playing with him. Yeah, and then our, our bass player is, it's a really cool story, because our bass player, John or Jamie Heidman, John Labar, who I already mentioned on guitar, and our drummer, Roger Stanley, they've played together for well over 30 years uh, on different musical projects, and John and Jamie have still been playing quite a bit. Uh, over the last number of years, and Roger hasn't been. He's had a few other projects that he's been working on, but bringing the Legends of the Deep together brought these three back together. And if you on our album cover, there's three roses, and they were they were at one time in a band that they started together called Burgundy Rose. So that's an homage to them and what they've brought to to being part of all this is are the three roses that the the hand is holding on the album. So it's it's pretty incredible that we've got these three individuals that know each other so well uh many many years on the road together and and they're just so incredible to play with and just such outstanding musicians you know that that really brings forward this whole idea of the legends of the deep name because i can certainly see that you know they've come back from the deep but they're with us now there's a lot of depth there there was a (laughs) lot of good stories there was a lot of discussion (laughs) over what the name of the the group was going to be you know working with us and um 
we went through a whole slew of different options, but Legends of the Deep really stuck. And uh, yeah, some of the stories they, that they tell about their experience on the road over the years, they are true legends. Yeah, no, that's great. We're going to go back to the album and play another song just now. We're going to play an absolutely beautiful song, uh, Love Me Baby. Tell me a little bit about this one. You know, it's funny uh, when you, when you go through the writing process and, and sometimes it comes where a lot comes at once. And I, I honestly can go into periods where I can't even tell you 100% what the exact inspiration was or, or where it all, you know, you hear quite often where, where songwriters are, are saying that they really are just channeling. And I do honestly feel that at times it's, it's you can't define where it comes from or, or how the story really develops. It, it really is just a, it's a, it's a love song. It's a sad love song about someone that's come to the point where they've realized they've used up all their chances. They're, they're still in love, but they just seem to be doing the wrong thing. And unfortunately it, it's, it seems to have taken its toll. It's a great song for a band, isn't it, Marnie? It, it, it's, it's a great song. Yeah. We, um, you know, when Steve wrote it and we, we were hearing different influences that were kind of maybe inspired some of the lyrics, but also how we wanted it to be performed and come out. We were thinking a lot about Leonard Cohen and Adam Cohen and their performance presentations. And so that's in my mind, when I listen back to what we've produced, I think it's, um, there's a lot of likeness and similarities there, but yeah, the legends of the deep and what they brought to it from an instrumentation standpoint is just, uh, yeah, we're really happy with how it turned out. Let's listen to that just now. This is VK and Legends of the Deep with Love Me Baby from their wonderful new album, Charm. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Baby, 
That's VK and Legends of the Deep with Love Me Baby from their new album, Charm. VK are led by Marnie and Steve Van Kessel. There are special guests on Folk Roots Radio today. I've got to say, I love talking to these people. I don't know what it is about them. It's the second time that we have chatted to them this year because uh, they have produced a, not just a wonderful new album. They also played Roots North. 2019, which took place in Aurelia in April, and then they were back from Mariposa this July. Uh, fabulous festival. 
Marnie and Steve Van Kessel are our special guests on Folk Roots Radio. And I want to ask you about Mariposa because so I, I saw some great pictures about you guys playing the pub tent at Mariposa, which is always a fun place to listen to a band. Uh, it must have been a real blast to be up on stage with, uh, you know, obviously a group of individuals, not just the fact that you're comfortable with them, but as we talked before the break, I mean, these are people who really know how to play. It just must have been wonderful for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun, amazing energy. I mean, Mariposa Folk Festival is just such a uh, magical setting. And the people there that go to that festival we found over the 20 years we've been attending is, is just, they're really there to listen to the music and celebrate the music and the whole artistry of it all. So yeah, playing in the pub tent uh, was just great, amazing energy from the crowd and, and everyone up and really into celebrating the music. We actually played at the downtown stage as well as one of the side stages in a workshop. And it's funny how every experience in every stage setting has a completely different um, feel and, and experience to it. But all of them were incredible. When I think the fact that you have had these two wonderful festivals taking place this year, I mean, really seems to me is set you up for whatever happens next. You mentioned again before the break that, you know, you haven't had a chance to get out and tour this album yet. What are your plans for the next few months? Well, we're going to be seeing you down in Toronto at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, uh, heading down to do that. And then we're also going to be uh, visiting Folk Alliance International this year, just uh, really stepping our foot into that um, realm and, and meeting and networking with people, um, building on the fact that we've played with these two festivals and, and getting out and hopefully playing some festivals again throughout the winter and summer months of next year. Um, we're also looking at a couple of dates in the Toronto area to get out and play with the band and, and launch the album further, um, share the music there outside of Aurelia because we've played here a few times now with the, with the band. So, Are the band's pretty happy to get out on the road with you if they get the chance? Yeah, it's, it's, you know, the, you mentioned, you alluded it to earlier when you mentioned that it's nice, it's great that we can have the, uh, the duo performance as an option because it is so tough to work around everyone's schedules. Everybody's got busy lives. So to get the, uh, the opportunity to get us all together, uh, for an extended period of time is, is just tougher and tougher as the years go on. But, um, yeah, they're, they're very much, we, we really do feel that this is like a festival band festival. Set. We do look forward to playing the bar venues of, of choice that we would really like to play. Um, we're not looking at pounding the pavement and, you know, playing more than that. We, we know that we can manage and want to do at this point. Those festival stages are really what, what we seem to have so much fun doing. And I think the sound really lends to that as a, as a full band. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, to be honest, I kind of, you know, if I just sit from where I am, you know, in radio, I think, oh, yeah, you guys are really managing this really well because, you know, with the, you know, terms and conditions did really well. You've got Charm out now. You've got the option for the duo and the option for the bigger band. I mean, it makes you very appealing for, for people who are looking forward to, you know, bringing people in for, you know, it could be a house concert with just the two of you or it could be a uh, a band show uh, as well, which, you know, just to me works really, really well. Yeah, we've, we've been working for a very long time to get things in place so that they can be as trying to do it all. 
and we're really happy with where it's at. And, and it is nice to, to say that we really want to just make the decisions we know that are going to allow this to continue being as much fun as it is for us while still accomplishing our goals and doing what we want to do and, and getting the music out there. And, and that's the key is just how do we, how do we get it out to be heard and shared you know, it's the, it's the best ability that we can. And, and that's not that easy today. There's a lot of static going on and there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of different challenges in the industry to really, uh, to get your voice uh, heard. So, but like I say, we're, we're enjoying every step of it, having the freedom to be able to do it on our own terms too, with the, with both the studio and the label is, is, you know, I think helping us to once again, keep it, in a, in a very enjoyable fashion and, and doing it exactly how we want to do it. You mentioned you were back in the studio yourselves starting to think about songs that may appear on the next album, but you're also producing other people, um, helping other people out with their careers. And I, I think the idea that, you know, you're not just VK, yeah, we come from Aurelia, you're VK, but we also have 112 Records, and we also, you know, as supporting music generally in your area, right? Yeah, and that's and that's been growing. Um, you know, since as Steve said, it's taken us a long time to sort of put all the structure in place and get um, things set up and organized to support being able to do this and have fun with it, but but re be realistic in our approach to it as well. Um, but that piece of supporting other people and and just helping, you know, we've had a few people reach out to us um, to kind of get involved with One One Two Records and we have to be careful because we're balancing life and balancing all this passion as well. And then our kids are looking at us, you know, balancing our support for them still. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's a great option to be able to have it. And we love giving back and seeing people get that opportunity to share their music through one, one, two records and, and help know that we're helping to support it all. Yeah. And it's, it's tough today for people to really maneuver their way through yeah. the whole process from, from writing the song to getting it fully recorded to the, you know, the, through the full production of it, then to the whole distribution process and then the promotion process. It's, it's a tough road to travel if you're really not well versed in it. So because of our experience through everything that we've done, uh, that's the value that we, we see that we can lend to these, these artists that we are working with. And, and yeah, it is a lot of fun to help, to help people that we can see really enjoy and appreciate, you know, how it's all done and how we're doing it together. Uh, it, it fills the tank and, and, and it does inspire us too. I mean, it, it, just surrounding yourself with people that are chasing the same passions and, and dreams. It, uh, it, it just, you know, lends to putting more energy into what we're doing on our own as well too. So it's all good. Well, certainly it feels like there's something very special here, which again, kind of goes back to the, how much pleasure it is for me to be able to to talk to you today. If people want to learn more about your music and your label, how can they do that? Uh, we're on just about every social media platform I think there is going. And the music through digital distribution is available through just about every platform you could have possibly find it on. But I always point everybody just to 112records.com. 
and all of ourselves, VK, and our music with Legend of the Deep, our previous music with the Narrows, as well as the other two artists that we're supporting right now, Michael Martin and Ray, their music is all located at 112records.com as well. That's wonderful. We're going to finish with another song from the album, which you mentioned earlier. This was a song that John Nabar wrote, I think, Someday, Someway. Can you tell us a little bit about this song? Yeah, John uh, John wrote this a number of years ago. And when I asked him what the true inspiration was uh, that, that brought this, this song to life, John's, John's a such a great guy and, and he's a man of few words but he says a lot very few words and he said uh this song is about someone i fell out of love with and i thought that's uh that's a pretty profound and unfortunately you know it's a sad <laughs> uh sad story but it's a beautiful it's he turned that into such a beautiful song so it was really nice to share it on the album well it's been fabulous to talk to you again Marnie and Steve Van Kessel, they are VK. Their new album is VK and Legends of the Deep and Charm, an absolutely fabulous album. And this is Someday, Someway. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again for spending the time to talk to us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you. And thank you for all you do in supporting musicians and helping people get the music out there. Yeah.
Somebody's gonna love you Some way Somebody's gonna need you 